This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. That debris coming on the floor. They'll just put it in bounds. The clock's going to tick. And Atlanta, your Hawks are headed back to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in six years. Nate McMillan and the Atlanta Hawks win game seven on the road in Philadelphia. And it'll be Hawks Bucks. Wednesday on TNT for the right to go to the NBA Finals. What a performance by Atlanta on the road. Their fifth road win in these playoffs. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. The thought did cross my mind as the Sixers win game six on the road where the Hawks have played so terrific all season did cross my mind. The most Doc Rivers thing ever would be to win the gotta have it game six on the road, go back home and lose at home for the third time in the series in game number seven as seven point favorites. Hawks plus 240 on the money line gets home on Sunday evening. BetQL daily with the Joes, Joe O and Joe G on the new and improved BetQL network. Here is uh, the official word. From the top of the company, Joe Giglio, uh, we addressed it earlier on in the show. And you, were, if you are with us live, you got some of this info before it became official. Uh, the network adds seven stations to portfolio will now be heard in 12 markets nationwide. Joe G, you did the show with me on Thursday and Friday. At that time, the BetQL network was on three stations. Uh, now we're out to 12 markets. We are heard now in Baltimore, Detroit. Houston, Kansas City, Las Vegas, Nolens, and D.C. And we're also on part of the day uh, in some other markets as well, Miami, Richmond, and uh, D.C. So it, this is awesome. We are here with four live shows. We've got the Daily Tip, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, Chelsea Messinger and Michael Jenkins. Now you're listening to BetQL Daily with the Joes. You better you bet 3 to 7 Eastern, Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. And then at night, an interactive show while you're watching the games. If you're into live betting, you need to check the guys out. Bet GM tonight, bet MGM tonight with Quentin Mayo and Ryan Horvat, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, it is. A, it's great to be part of this. And Joe, it's, it's got to be pretty gratifying for you. I mean, you, you, I'm, I'm jumping on. I'm joining you, what you've started to build here. But you and some various co-hosts, and obviously you better you bet, you guys laid the foundation for a while now. And, and to watch what this network has become, to have four live shows Monday to Friday, that's that's legit. And, and, the, and you know, welcome to all our new affiliates, people listening to us. Like, what are these guys talking about? Wait, they're, they're talking about wagering each game, in the game? All, mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. And um, it, it's a credit to what you and – and Ken and, and obviously Nick have started here that we, the rest of us can uh, can join this team. 
Thank you so much. Yeah. Sports betting, it's not uh, going away. As you see, millions and millions and billions of dollars. Uh, thankfully, we're in two of the legalized markets. As you can tell, we are expanding into other legalized markets throughout the country. Now we're north of 30 states that are already up and running or on the way. So pretty soon we're going to get to 40, then 45, I would say, over the next couple of years. And then uh, the last couple will probably be Utah and Wisconsin. Yeah, they'll, they pro- they'll probably <laughs> jump on last, and we'll welcome them with open arms when they're ready. Yes, yes, no doubt about that. So uh, coming back for the break, we heard uh, the highlight from last night. The Sixers season is now a wrap. There was one point. I know I, I talk about the TNT show because I love it so much, and I was happy that the second game was airing on TNT because the first game, we, we didn't get the guys. We didn't get Barkley. Kenny Smith and Shaq reacting to what we saw in game one of the Western Conference Finals. But we did get it as the Sixers season came to an end. Uh, There was one point, Joe, they were going to break. I had to hit the rewind because I wasn't sure that I actually heard it. And um, I did hear it correctly. I was not hallucinating. Uh, Let's take a listen to what Shaq had to say about Ben Simmons after his postgame comments. He get can't. Right. He can't. He, it's, it's, about, he's not getting double team. Get right. Be aggressive. That's all I want. Just be aggressive. I don't want to hear all that. Stop that. Cut it okay. out. Cut the, it out. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks knocking off the Philadelphia 76ers. One he was in my locker room. I would have knocked his ass out. To 96. <laughs> okay. You, you do what? I ain't laughing. What you mean, what? I'll he's in right his locker room. He, you you do what? I didn't love Shaq years ago when he was added to the panel. But I've come to love Shaq. I had to rewind, Joe. I went, wait, wait. Did he just say on national television that if Ben Simmons was in his locker room, he would have knocked him out? That's exactly what Shaq said. And I kind of understand where Shaq is coming from because after Simmons uh, spoke with the media, the reaction that I was seeing was, oh, well, good for Ben Simmons. You know, maybe, maybe he's finally getting it. No, no, no. He had, he just had seven games to get it. And he refused to take a shot in games four, five, six, and seven in the fourth quarter. Yeah, look, there will be a moment when the uh, the story is written to Ben Simmons, and maybe it changes, but for now, the one in Philadelphia will be 329 to go, open under the basket for a dunk, and he passed it out to a role player who can't even – he's not an offensive player at all, Matisse Thibault. It was ridiculous. And with Shaq, I mean, think about Shaq's career. Think about how, when he became what he became. Who was, his, who was his right-hand man? It was Kobe Bryant, a guy that all he did was take the shot. Like, all he, he lived for that shot. That was Kobe Bryant's career, and Ben Simmons is the opposite. So – I, I could see why Shaq is like this. This guy isn't it. This guy doesn't have it. And it, it's amazing in the context of the Sixers crumbling. One player. I mean, I, I don't remember the last time an NBA player crumbled like this. Nick Anderson in the '95 Finals could make Ooh. free throw shots. Chris but this, I mean, Ben is a higher <laughs> profile player than than Nick yeah. Anderson was. Yeah, certainly. How do you add the closer? That that's my question, and I'm sure there's a portion of Sixers fans that say, "Hey, they tried to get James Harden, but they couldn't land him. It's not their fault. It's okay." Maybe the optimistic Sixers fan feels that way, and maybe there's something to tap into Ben Simmons. But based on the comments that we heard from Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid after the game, he is long gone. It doesn't matter if they get a bag of balls for him; he's going to be off of this roster. They don't care, right? I mean, what wasn't that message loud and clear from? the MVP of the team, the leader of the team, and the head coach. It was. And, and the hard part now, Joe, is I think they missed their chance to, to trade him at peak value or when someone else oh, could yeah. be convinced he's going to become the player that everyone hoped. You know, two years ago, you could have dreamt up a 
Ben Simmons for Devin Booker trade, and it would have been a reasonable discussion. It's not a reasonable discussion, and where the Suns would laugh them off the phone. I, I think they'd have to include a, a lot of number one draft picks and have Dame Lillard say, I want to play with Joel Embiid in Philadelphia to have that even become a discussion. So they're in trouble now because how are they going to get what they want for Ben Simmons? I'm with you. He has to go. But if the league know he has the league knows he has to go, and we all know what he is. Who's giving like if you're the Wizards, you're asking for what Ben Simmons and five first round picks for Bradley Beal. You're not just taking Ben Simmons, but you can't have them in the locker room. I agree because you're going to walk into next season and everybody's going to blame last year on him. There's no fresh start. I, I don't know how you get over that. You just have to take the loss, right? You do. And and next year when the Sixers open the season, I, I imagine Daryl Moore will make significant moves. They'll be looked at as one of the favorites. And and when they are, well, the discussion will be, was Ben Simmons holding them back or there's still more issues here in Philadelphia? And I go back to Joel Embiid played well, had some big games this series, but he had eight turnovers in game seven. He mm-hmm. had a lot of turnovers in game six. You, I like the word you used earlier, a closer, because people are going to say they need a point guard, a, a real point guard. They do. But they also need someone that's willing to take the last shot late because Joel Embiid is always fatigued late in games. It's the reality of, of his career. And, like, they can get a guard, but if not, unless that guard wants to take the shot late, they still have a problem. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Final minute of the game, going to Joel Embiid, a fatigued Embiid, eight turnovers on the game, and here comes Gallinari to strip the ball away. Ball game over. You can't have that, and we saw that way too much yesterday. New odds for the NBA championship now that the Final Four is finally set, even though we are one game into the Western Conference Finals. Over at points bet, the favorite, the Milwaukee Bucks. They have not played a game. They do not have a 1-0 edge like the Phoenix Suns do. But the Bucs are the favorite at minus 110. Second favorite, of course, Phoenix, plus 155. Your two heavy dogs, Clippers, plus 700. Hawks, plus 1,100. Should the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, with a 0-0 series, should they be the favorite over the Suns? I don't think they should. It, it's a lot. On, it's almost like the market still doesn't respect what the Hawks just did. And we're just assuming like, hey, the team that won the Bucks net series, well, they have to go win the whole thing now because the Sixers are out and, you know, things have changed here. But, man, I mean, this is still the Bucks team that after what, game two of the semis, everyone was basically writing their obituary and saying Giannis is never going to win. Middleton can't win. Buttonholzer's getting fired. And now they're the favorites to win the whole thing. I see it. I understand it. But, Joe, I'm – I'm not taking that right now. I, I need to see the Bucks come out and be able to handle the Hawks before I'm willing to say I'm taking them to win the NBA Finals. 
Yeah, most people are going to say they knocked out the most talented team. And that series in the second round, Bucks nets was a de facto championship. I think that's cute. We, we like it to work out that way, but that's not reality. Hello, have you been paying attention to the NBA playoffs this year? It's nice to say that that's the matchup that should be the title, but it doesn't mean the winner that's going to come out of there is uh, is going to play just as well moving forward. I mean, that is hard to win in Phoenix. Hard. And to steal a game there, that's what you're going to have to do. Yeah, you are. And, and, and think about it. Well, Phoenix doesn't even have Chris Paul, didn't have Chris Paul in the first game of the Western Conference Finals. I look at them right now. That's where I put my money. I I, I believe in the Phoenix Suns now. There's there's, there's something about them. They're, they're the ones, and even though they have the Chris Paul issue and, and he's likely coming back soon, doesn't it seem like there's the least volatility with them? You know what you're getting each night. You know, the Bucks have volatility with the free throw shooting of Giannis. The, I mean, the Hawks have volatility in that. Did they just take advantage of a weak-minded Sixer team, or are they really, really, truly a title contender? And then there's still the Kawhi thing. Like The Suns are the one team I can trust, assuming Chris Paul comes back left in this tournament. Okay, if you're going to take a shot on the Hawks at 11-1, to 1, I would say you lost your chance. I wouldn't go jumping in right now. They were 101 entering the playoffs, and I just mentioned that they're 11-1. to 1. Instead of betting them at 11 to 1, if you want a piece of the Hawks, bet Trey Young finals MVP at 17 to 1. Yeah, right now he's behind DeAndre Ayton at 14 to 1, Drew Holiday at 11 to 1. Let me tell you right now, those guys are not <laughs> winning finals MVP. Okay. Uh -huh. if, the, if the Suns get there, it's one of the two guards. If the if the uh, Milwaukee gets there, let's just be real. Giannis is winning the MVP. Maybe, maybe Chris Middleton if he goes off in the series. Drew Holiday, and I was a Drew Holiday fan from when he was a kid. He's yeah. not winning the NBA Finals MVP. The, the market there is telling you, I, I'm with you on this, that Trey Young is a, is an interesting bet if you think the magic continues. It's been amazing. Been amazing what Trey Young did. Again, five for 23 from the field, and the Sixers season is still a wrap. Let me what give I want credit though for a second. You know, I yeah. thought he controlled the game last night a lot with his passing. He kept mm -hmm. finding guys wide open in the basket. He would shoot it in there with those fast passes. Like Once in a while, a guy doesn't shoot well but he can affect the game. It's almost like the opposite of Ben Simmons. The only thing he does well is affect the game with his passes, but he writes nothing on offense. I thought Trey Young still had the Sixers on their heels, even though he was obviously having a tough shooting night. He's, he's a good player. The value of an excellent point guard, and then you need that other player to step up, the other in this game who was – he had some good games in, throughout the playoffs so far. But he didn't pop like that until last night, and that was Kevin Herter, born in, what, 26-27 on Seth Curry. They saw the mismatch. They kept going and going to it. They did. And it's funny. You watch the Hawks. They're built by the former assistant GM of the Golden State Warriors, and you see it. But think about that team. They are a lame version, whatever word you want to use, of those young Warriors teams, right? You got the Trey Young playing the Steph Curry role. Kevin Herter, 6'7", can shoot the lights out. I, I see Clay Thompson when I'm watching him. And then John Collins. You see the shirt he was wearing last night? Yes, was, it was awesome. With, with him dunking over MB. Like, he's got that Draymond field. And they they keep surprising me. That I, but then I watch the way they're constructed. I'm like, this makes some sense. Like, they're good. And they're young. So let me get this straight. As we reset on these odds for the title, as we're down to the final four. The team with the worst coach is the favorite, right? Yes. <laughs> that, would make, that, that would scare me a little yes. bit. That would scare me a little bit. If he, Kevin he Durant... He was going to be fired five days ago. I know. We all fired him. Ten times we fired him. But 
I'm going to say that they didn't win game six and seven. They they won them in spite of Budenholzer, correct? Yes. And they still yes. have they still have Giannis, which is it's almost like the X factor of this, the best player. It's still hanging. Like he could still end up the best player. He probably is the best player right now is Giannis. And yet we're, both of us are scared to pick them. Usually you just pick the team with the best player. Yeah. Because we've we've lived the last few years, yes. we we've seen what's happened. But I guess he's safe now. He's got to be safe uh, moving forward. Budenholzer, now that they're in the conference finals, like, well, that's a fair question. Actually, I don't think they would make a move. But if you let the Atlanta Hawks go to the NBA Finals, the path is there for you. I mean, sure, if Kyrie was healthy, but hey, you can't look at it that way. He's going to be safe. But if Atlanta wins that series, I don't know that Budenholzer should be. The Budenholzer Bowl is what we have here. The Hawks and the Bucks. That's right. It's all about Mike Budenholzer in this series. Uh, okay, so the spreads that we have for the next couple of NBA evenings, not, of course, uh, tonight because we're off. But on Tuesday, Suns and Clips back at it. Phoenix is favored by six. And game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, it is a seven-and-a-half-point spread. Atlanta. Oh, I'll probably be on the Hawks, Joe. I like the Hawks there with all those points. I yeah, like that, team. that is way too many points. We'll continue the NBA conversation with the man who drafted Devin Booker out of college. He's an Odyssey NBA insider, and his name is Ryan McDonough. He joins us on BetQL Daily next. Joe O and Joe G, you're locked in on BetQL Daily for BetQL.